nice to meet you, man. Yeah. I've heard so many good things about you from Jackie. Um, she was definitely like, be insistent. He's a great guy. You need to have him on the podcast. It's like, we're going to try. We're going to try again. So we're, we're happy to be talking to you. I, I, I really appreciate the invitation and I appreciate the persistence. I, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the summer got away from me, but I'm glad we, um, we had a chance to, uh, to talk now. So it, seem, it yeah. seems like the right time. So, you know, it always, yeah. it always happens at the right time. Yeah. It does. The summer yeah, did fly by, by the way. It just, my wife was telling me yesterday, he's like, can you believe it's like the year is over? I'm like, don't say that. Oh my gosh. That's what it feels over here in the Cantu household. As soon as September begins, like my my second son has his birthday, then my wife has her birthday, then all of a sudden it's like uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, boom, the year is over. Um, I know it just goes. As soon as as soon as you see that first Halloween like candy or decoration at the store, it's like Christmas <laughs> is like that, you know. Which um, which which now so, is like right um, after back to school, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think Gustavo and I have that pet peeve that, um, you know, it's like, why are there Christmas trees at Costco? Not even the day after Halloween. <laughs> I feel like they push it back. Even yeah, more. we're, we're just anyway, getting rid of Thanksgiving uh, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're skipping over. Um, let's start with some icebreaker questions just to get warmed up a little bit um randy coffee or tea oh what's what's tea i don't even know what tea is <laughs> perfect, perfect answer. answer yeah it's it's funny um somebody it's gave me flavor a, water um, one of those one of those like like electric teapots that you just plug in and it, it kind of does you know it just heats it up you just pour it and like probably a year and a half ago, the thing's still mm. in the box. And I've, I've probably burned through about seven coffee grinders since then, you know, so no comparison. Nice. Um, what's your go-to prayer? <clears throat> go-to prayer. Um, well, I'm kind of one of those, like, God hears, God hears our hearts, not our words, you know? So I'll, I'll like, I'll say a bunch of prayers and then, and then eventually get down to like what my heart is really saying, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, so I guess, I guess I, I go, I go right to the heart, but, um, but if I were to pick a prayer as, as far as, um, my go-to and it's, it's funny, my, um, my confessor, he's always like, okay, just, just for this, just, just pick a prayer and say it. I always go to the, um, um, the, um, Hail Holy Queen. Um, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, probably I, I, I love I love the, the Valley of Tears line. So oh, um, yes. that's yeah. that's probably my my go to. Nice. That's a beautiful. One. Um, last one. Does pineapple belong on pizza? <laughs> um, I, 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 I think whatever your heart desires to go on a pizza, just, just go for it. You know, um, if, if you want pineapple on there, throw the pineapple on there. I know, I know people who are into it. Um, it's funny because before my whole, I like you use the word reversion before my whole reversion 
Mm-hmm. I had this crazy idea of of opening up this this pizza place um, with just like all kinds of like the most far out there types of pizza. So like, hey, if you want to put if you want to put pineapple on there, there's there's a place down here they do a Big Mac pizza, and it like literally it tastes like a Big <laughs> Mac, and I'm I'm all over that. <laughs> you know, there you go, Big Mac pizza. I would try that. It's it's good. It's it's good. It tastes just like a Big Mac. Walter, we're updating this question too. Does Big Mac belong on pizza? <laughs> it's a hot dog and sandwich. That's always very if you want Controversial. to people ask him if a hot dog is a sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. Um hmm. I would have to give that some some serious uh, meditation <clears throat> um but i would i guess i would say i guess i would say no um and i love i love hot dogs um yeah i don't know i that's no is just sticking in my head i don't have any backup or reasoning behind or argument behind that answer mm-hmm. it's like if it's between two pieces of bread so technically yeah i i guess i guess so um it's like then is a, is a is yeah I don't I don't it's, yeah what do you guys it's, think? It's the things that you give you take for granted um, I say that it is a sandwich just like hear me out hamburger two pieces of bread meat cheese in the middle right cheeseburgers you when you go to a fast food place it's like sandwich only means that you only get the hamburger right mm. so hamburger is a sandwich. But again, there's <clears throat> many different types of sandwich sandwiches, and this is something that, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know that we love talking about food. So yeah. It's like a Catholic podcast, but kind of like this guy is is a, is a, is a food podcast. This guy is a Catholic podcast kind of thing. Um, I, I I gotta ask you. I gotta ask. Did you ask um, Jackie Mulligan that question? No, we started doing this like right after we mm-hmm. we talked to her. But we need to do. Like, so we're trying to keep like this kind of like outtakes to see if we can do something funny at uh, at some point, so everybody answers the same questions and see how yeah. people react to. Got it. This particular. What would she say? She would say, "Don't ever put a hot dog in your body." <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, a good point. Because she, you know, um, says we don't eat hot dogs, Jackie. It's a, it's a joke. We don't eat. <laughs> No, but that would be, that would be funny. Um, but, um, but yeah, I would, um, it's funny. Now you got me thinking about a Costco hot dog and, um, <laughs> they're so cheap. It's one fifty. Come on. Can I, I know. beat that? And they're beer? good too. <laughs> yeah. You can't knock it. It's really good. They are. Oh yeah. 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 I'm under, the, I'm under the impression that the, a sandwich constitutes the meat being a little thinner. So I don't, Hamburger is hamburger. I think there's categories, you know. See, we are getting into nuances now. Yeah, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, because but... I, I was thinking, you know, subs and. I mean, it's you a can sandwich. have a meatball sub and call it yeah. a sandwich. You can have a gyro, and call it a sandwich. And you can have a chicken shawarma, and it's also a sandwich. Yeah, uh, this is really sketchy territory. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We should just start a food podcast. This is going to have <laughs> a, a good, spin on it. Yeah, it, it's a good question, though. I um, 
now I'm going to be thinking about that the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. We're going to get an email at midnight. It's it the is chicken sandwich. It's the chicken uh, or the egg question of the sandwich world, I guess. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, uh, Randy, welcome again to the podcast. For those people at uh, home that, that have not heard of you or they don't know about what you do on the internet, can you give us a 30-second bio about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Randy Schwab. I'm, um, I live in New York right now. Um, I'm a founder of a um, outreach ministry, I guess, is or apostolate. I don't quite know the right word for it. Um, um, that it tries to use animation and come come up with with just new i new ways to like um to basically get people who may be on the fence or maybe struggling with faith or maybe like i don't know about this whole god thing or who you know like i'm not too sure about religion and just just try to get some some seeds planted some thoughts and maybe some some ideas to help people kind of help us all really just kind of recon reconsider this whole god thing because um mm -hmm. i mean i my, myself sort of floated away for a long time and then back and i know a lot of us have so um so i and i try to do it in a way that's a little creative a little different and um uh, I try as hard as, as possible not to be preachy or too didactic or anything like that. And, um, and just, just throw it out there, you know, and just see what, um, so it's an animation, you know, it's an animation, um, apostolate and, um, um, yeah, I mean, we're on YouTube, we're on TikTok, a little bit on Instagram and then the website, uh, I am beggar.com. Nice. Um, and um, I have come to appreciate about pages on websites because I use them all the time doing research for, for our guests. And I have to say that yours reads like the trailer of a movie that I want to watch. <laughs> um, you know, it's like he was a successful man in Los Angeles, but something was missing kind of thing. Um, and can, can, you, can you talk a little bit about... Um, what what were you doing before I am beggar that led you to be a, like you mentioned earlier a revert to the faith? Sure, sure. Um, I guess uh, if we go way back, um, I it sort of started in in college. I went to art school and I was into animation and um, that kind of thing. But as as soon as I left left and went out to college, it was like. Uh, like I wasn't going to mass church. I mean, I was raised Catholic, but, um, um, you know, high school, college, it was, I remember my dad used to call me in, in, um, college and be like, you going to church. And I was sort of one of those dad, like, I don't need to go to church. I pray like, which was a lie. I wasn't even praying, but, mm -hmm. um, um, and you know, college, I just kind of got into the whole whatever, just, you just party, you just meet people, you know, whatever. And, um, and, um, focused really on my animation. Um, after that, I went out to, um, Los Angeles and, uh, started working like right off the bat as a designer and an illustrator and an animator. Um, 
I was working for um, like all the major studios, Disney, like Warner Brothers, um, just doing stuff for PBS kids and um, just uh, all, all kinds of stuff, toys, video games, um, and, and kind of uh, my, my sort of career took off. Um, I was um, producing, I was like, um, um, my, um, my sort of claim to fame was I, I was a creator of a, um, of a kids animated series called Spaceman that I wrote and, and created and animated and everything. And Disney wanted to buy it, you know? Um, and I remember at that point thinking like, wow, I've like got to the point, I got everything that I wanted to do and, and sort of like reached that, that sort of pinnacle of the mountain. And I just remember thinking like, but why am I so miserable? Like, why is like something was, was, was really missing, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and I didn't really know what that was, um, until unfortunately it, it took a, um, a bit of a crisis, like, like what happens with a lot of people for me, for, for me to really like get it. Um, my mother got very sick. She had cancer for a long time. She battled cancer for about five years, I think total. Um, and I remember going home and seeing my mom and my dad and they would just be like, so solid, you know, like they had this conviction, this like firm conviction of like, you know, like just so I don't know, just so grounded and solid. And here, here I was like this guy who thought I had it all together. And I thought I was like, you know, um, whatever, Mr. Hotshot LA. And, um, and I was like, completely falling apart at the seams. Uh, I just, I remember having instance of like, Hey, I could just drive off this road right now and like into that tree. And I don't really even care, you know? Um, um, not that I would ever do that, but you know, it's just that thought of like, I just, I just don't yeah. really care anymore, you know? Um, and, um, I saw my parents, they just, they had this firm faith of like prayer and like, I mean, she was like cut and bloated and all, all kinds of stuff going on. And she just, she just wasn't afraid and they just pray and have this peace and this calm. And I was just sort of like, like, I need that, like. I don't know what that is, but like, that's what I need, you know? Um, um, and I remember it was, um, I came home one night from, um, uh, I don't know what it was. I came home and it was very late and there was this like long, um, note on the, on the table. And I was like, sort of like, okay, what, what did I do now? Or what am I in trouble for now type of thing? And, um, I read it and it was this note that my mom wrote to me about um, this book that I gave her. It was about the Blessed Mother and all the apparitions and all this stuff. Now, I had no idea about the Blessed Mother and apparitions or any of that stuff. I just picked out that book because I thought she'd liked it. She would like it. Um, so little did you know. Little did I know, yeah. And um, so she wrote me this long letter about how much that book touched her heart and how much comfort and consolation and how this mother is like, you know, this new relationships she had with the blessed mother and all that. And that's all she said. And, um, and I remember I like took that book and I read it in literally that night. And, um, um, I hadn't read a book, (laughs) a 
a whole book in probably years. And I read that book in a, like basically a night and a day. Um, and you know, it's like the old story, the, the, um, the blessed mother came and she just snatched me right off the edge of that cliff and like saved my, mm. my life. Who knows, maybe even, you know, from getting into physical trouble and then also obviously spiritual. Um, and um, what's the name of the book? I'm very curious. Now. It was just it was just a very basic like, you know, how they do those books where they just sort of summarize just all the um, uh, the sort Different of apparitions, apparitions throughout the okay. history. And um, and it was written by this sister. I think it's Sister Emmanuel or something like that. And um, um, and it was just like a few pages of each of the of the things. And then okay. um, after that, I just I just couldn't get enough of the Blessed Mother. And, you know, they say the you know, the best way to, to get to Jesus is through his mom, you know, or the, the, yeah. the, easy, the quickest yeah, way, you know, um, easiest, quickest way. Yeah. And that's what, um, she was just, yeah, it's just like, I, and I, I, I lost my mother, but, um, but I gained this other mother and, um, mm. um, it was just very, um, yeah, the rest after that was, was kind of history, but, um, um, yeah, so that, that's sort of the, the, the shortened version of the, um, um, sort of reversion, but yeah, I mean, when I was in LA, I was just kind of falling into the like money lifestyle, like friends party, you know, like, mm -hmm. like that status, status. Yeah. That whole thing. And, um, and I was just miserable. Like it was just like, I, I pretended and I could act like I was fine and like, there's no problem, but inside I was miserable. And that's that, that video. Um, I don't know if you've saw it, but there's this one video, um, about emptiness that I did. And that was basically, that's basically my, was my life, life story, you know? Um, wow. That is amazing. And thanks be to God for our blessed mother. Right. Um, I haven't watched the one that you mentioned, but uh, what I watched, I was like, wow, this is amazing how you present those ideas. Um, before we move on to talking about your work, um, I I have a question. I, it, you know, some people like overcorrect when they do something. It's like, I, I really like ate really bad today. So tomorrow and the day after, I'm just going to fast. You know, sometimes people are extreme like that. Um, not to say that you are, but um, when we were exchanging emails, um, you mentioned that you discerned with the CFRs for a while. Um, was that part of like the, I'm really in, on fire for the faith, so I'm just going to give my life to, to Christ through religious life? Was that kind of like one of the the... Roots yeah. So f first of all, um, um, I, I didn't, I discerned with the CFRs, meaning that, uh, we were in the same seminary. Um, but oh, I wasn't okay. discerning for the CFRs. Um, oh, got meaning it. The, so I was, um, so to go back a little bit, um, I, um, you know, so back in LA, I was sort of like, okay, I, I need to, like, as I was saying, I want this like faith. And to me, faith was like 
before that was just like some guy talking at some church on Sunday that I could not relate to at all, you know? Um, yeah. So I was like, okay, how do I get into this? And it was actually, um, I was dating this girl and it was Easter time and she was just like, hey, like it's Easter, we should go to church. So I was like, all right, well, let's go to church. And um, she took me to this church and there was this priest there who just like literally like knocked me off my chair and and I like in a good way but in a bad way too because you know when somebody hits you with the truth you, you don't like it at first it makes you very uncomfortable it makes you very like I was like uneasy in my seat I like wanted to like get out of there you know um but at the same time I wanted more and more and more so I kept going back and this priest became, he's still a dear friend of mine. He's like 86, but he became my um, sort of friend, mentor, spiritual director, whatever. But like just a very, just masculine, loving, good, just like everything you think of, of, of like priest, like this guy embodied, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, okay, I, I want to like do that. You know, I, I got involved in the church and I was involved with ministries. I was doing all kinds of ministries. And then people would just tell me, they're like, why don't you become a priest? Like, why don't you become a priest? I was like, me Are you kidding a priest? Like, no way. Like, um, but then that, that sort of stuck and stuck. And then I was like, okay, like I got to really, um, give this attention. So, um, I started discerning. I actually dis discerned a little bit with, with, um, some Jesuits, and then out in California with the diocesan. And then I make a long story short, I ended up moving across the country and I entered a seminary here in, in New York. Mm, um, okay. So we were in Queens and I was in the seminary for six years. Um, it's a long time. And we were living in community. We were living with the CFRs and a lot of other communities. And um, so I studied, you know, um, got an awesome, awesome education, which I'm so grateful for, um, in philosophy and theology, divinity, all that stuff. Um, mm. and I was there for six years and literally it was months before ordination, like literally months before the diaconate ordination. I, um, I had a, um, I mean, throughout the, throughout the period of being in the seminary, they say your, your peace should increase, but if your peace decreases over time, then that's something that needs to be attended to. And mm. for me, the closer I got to ordination, um, the, the, I sort of, my peace was, there was a problem there. Um, mm -hmm. and then, um, something wasn't aligned. It's like, it, it, it has to be aligned in the intellect and in the will, you know, and I think my mind was saying, yeah, like be a priest and it's great. And, you know, this and that, but, but something in the will, a desire or something wasn't, wasn't aligning. And, um, I really missed, um, the creative process. I mean, um, uh, creativity is almost a vocation in itself. I mean, God is the first creator. creator. He's the first artist, yeah. you know, um, so, and I really missed that. And I really had this feeling of like, like that God gave me these gifts and this love and all this, this thing for, for the creativity. But I, I felt like literally, I felt like it was just sitting on a, on a shelf and like collecting mm -hmm. dust and I wasn't using it at all. And, and, um, 
I really longed to to do it. Um, so um, I, I I was sort of like trying to find a way to draw the two loves together, you know. Um, so I discerned out of the the seminary, and it was funny because when I finally told my spiritual director, he's like, "Yeah, Randy." He's like, "I I knew it was coming," you know, because um, <laughs> you, you, you can sort of sense that. Uh, there's something missing. And with other guys, it was like, almost like they were getting closer to their wedding date and they were getting more mm-hmm. and more excited. And I was getting yeah. more like, yeah. you know, um, so, um, so yeah, so that was, that was, that. I don't even remember your original question, but I hope I, I hope I, Oh, just, I, yeah. uh, that you, uh, you went into, that I was talking about, I thought that you were discerning with the CFRs, but you were in a diocesan seminary where the CFRs go. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, and then but the, those, those guys are awesome. I'm still in touch with a lot of my, my classmates and, you know, they're all around us out here and, you know, um, nice. So God bless, God bless those guys. Those guys are really flourishing, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah. I got to ask a question. You know, what was the, when you were there at seminary, six years is a long time, you know, sometimes guys discern and after a couple of years, they find out that potentially is not for them. But you were like at the doorstep, right? Sure. The diaconate. What was your thinking like? And maybe you didn't put too much thought about it, but being this uh, guy in college that was very removed from his faith to being almost a priest, you know, that journey, did it, did it ever, ever catch you by surprise saying, wow. Completely, completely. Like almost every day I was like, you know, being, being in the seminary and just seeing, you know, just being in with all the liturgies or just being with surrounded by priests all the time. I, I, I constantly had this, this like, like, wait, where am I type of thing? You know, um, (laughs) especially, yeah, especially compared to like you were saying from, um, coming from almost the exact opposite. I mean, Mm -hmm. I showed up at the seminary, I had a black leather jacket on and they're kind of like, all right. And, and I, obviously I was older than, than most of the guys in there. Um, um, but yeah, it was a constant, um, like, wait, you know, wait, where, where am I? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And, you know, everybody knew everything about the church and every, all the popes and all the like documents yeah. and all this stuff. And I learned that stuff eventually, but when I got there, I didn't know any of that stuff. And mm-hmm. people were like, Oh, like talking about this document or that Pope. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, you yeah. know? Um, but, um, um, so yeah, it, there, there was a serious culture shock, especially coming from Los Angeles to, a seminary in New York. Um, um, but, um, yeah, it, it, uh, oh, but, but my other point was going to say, but despite all that, I always felt a sense of being home, um, because Jesus was there, you know? Mm-hmm. So despite all the craziness of everything else of the external stuff and me feeling like I, do I even fit into this place or like, I don't fit in with a lot of this stuff here. Um, I always felt at home with, with, with Jesus cause Jesus was always there. And, um, 
and you know, and wherever you go, that's, that's the greatest thing, wherever you go, whatever crazy externals are going on. Like there's always a home in Jesus, like right down the street at a, at a church or something, you know? So, um, that kept me grounded. I guess that we're also product of our environments, right? Because when you're in that lifestyle that it, it just keeps feeding your ego and it keeps feeding everything else that shouldn't be fed. It feeds everything, but your spiritual center. And it, it kind of reminds me of the recent conversion of Shia LaBeouf, right? Where he says, I was just surrounded by these guys that asked nothing of me. He was just like, they were just with me and we had fun. We cooked, I ate all their food, but he was just enveloped in truth, goodness, and beauty. And that eventually, friars, right? <clears throat> yeah, and that eventually him. got to him, right? I mean, because he's preparing for this role of Padre Pio, and but but just community for him was the en- the, the the entrance, the introduction to it, because he yeah. thought he had it all figured out, like we all do. Yeah, you know, he had the fame, he had the money, he had the careers, like whatever, but he had an emptiness. So it's a very common theme, you know. No matter your 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 journey, there's always that part of like, I am not happy. And then you see somebody that was my journey, right? I saw somebody that was happy. And he had seven kids. At the end of the day, he was always joyful. I had two very well mannered girls. And I was just like, what what am I doing here? You know, why am not something's not clicking. So there's always that invitation through through the 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 example of somebody that is actually living a Christian life, you know, that is actually living out their vocation, whether that be marriage or whether that be priesthood or whatever. And, and it's just very interesting that there's always this common theme, you know, people we've talked about and talked to rather, they will always come back to saying, yeah, I was like not happy. Everything was in the right place. I should be happy, but I'm not. So it's just, it's awesome to hear your story that it was like it got you almost to the priesthood, but then that flourished into something else, you know, your ministry, your passion, like you said, marrying your two loves um, with the talents God gave you. So we should jump into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, um, I, the way I look at that is God was always drawing me even through the seminary Um to do, you know, the, the great thing I loved about the seminary is they're like, you're not here to become a priest. You're here to discover what God's will for your in your life is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that that was great. And they, they would always be like, if, if you leave here, it's not because you're going back to something. It's because God is drawing you out to something else. And, th- and that's it. what it, that's what it was, what it was for me. But um, but yeah, going back to your your point, one of my favorite lines is um you know, um, Fulton Sheen, he's, he's like, we're all designed with a giant God shaped hole in our hearts, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's exactly, um, you know, it's the old saying, our hearts are restless until they rest in thee, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we spin our wheels and, you know, and, and try it our way, but, uh, uh, eventually, um, you know, like you said, yeah, you hope you like for me, it was I saw it in my parents, you know, and um, um, and it's like I, I was just I've been thinking about this a lot lately. But like if if when someone is truly living there, like. Like as as Jesus intended, 
as Jesus teaches, um, like you're going to be the most attractive person in the world, you know, like people are just going to be, you're just going to become a magnet, you know, like, um, yeah. like I, I, I love the, the, um, all the visionaries and all the apparitions. And I know people have different ideas about all the apparitions, but whatever, there's one, one of my favorite lines is, I don't remember which one it was, but somebody, one of the visionaries asked the blessed mother, like, why are you so beautiful? Like, why are you so beautiful? And she said, it's because I love, and you can be as beautiful as me if you love, like I love, you know? And it just like, it's just, just like the, that attraction, you know? Um, yeah. Beauty will save the world. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, that's amazing. I love how, how this conversation is going. I, I, this, this whole time that, that we've been talking about this and, and, and your story, um, it, it feels like those six years of seminary have given you this, this, uh, amazing training in philosophy and theology that you can apply that into evangelization tools. Um, and I, I, I didn't know that. Uh, how much year you had spent in the seminary, but now going back to like when I watched um, this video on um, there's a, there's a complex idea of one of your videos. I think most of them are complex, but you unpack them pretty good on, on a person's dignity um, or the problem of evil. Um, those two were the ones that stuck out the most about your work because um Those were two of like the um, the initial issues that I had with the faith um, when I had my reversion. You know, you think of an all-powerful God that knows everything that is everywhere, but still allows people to suffer. You know, you 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 experienced it firsthand with your mom. Why would an all-loving God allow my mom to be this sick? Um, And people can get bitter about those things. And you could encounter priests that are very smart, uh, very intelligent, but don't have like that uh, way to like bring those very high philosophical or theological concepts into something digestible by, by the public. And I think that you have that very fine-tuned balance of how to express ideas that people that watch that two and a half to a five minute video will understand that. So mm -hmm. thank you for doing that. I yeah. think this is something that we, you can send it to someone, share a YouTube video to someone that is on the fence, like you said, and it might change the trajectory of their lives, which I think it's super valuable. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, I'm, thank you. I appreciate, um, you saying that and it's all um like i i say this all the time and i mean it it, it it's 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 all prayer like it's it's all god like i it's funny because i come up with this idea i'm like okay this is going to be an awesome video and i start working on it and it's like i write it out and i record it and it's going to be great and all that and then i go and sit in the chapel and pray about it and god's like Like, kind of like, ha, ha, like, nice, nice try. Now, this is what we're really going to do, <laughs> you know? And then, and then it like changes the entire thing backwards, forwards. And I'm like, what that, where the heck is this thing going? And, 
you know, like my, my ideas are, are terrible, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> he's um, your creative director, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and sometimes it's funny because sometimes I'm like total mental block and I'm like, it's not a block. It's like, I'm, I'm just going, I'm going in the wrong direction here. Um, so, um, but yeah, the, the problem of evil one, that, that one was a, was a struggle. And, um, because I mean, if you look at Aquinas and Augustine and even like Chesterton and, and C.S. Lewis and like, um, just Fulton Sheen and everyone, like if, if those guys don't have a good answer for it, then, then they're like. There, there's not a good answer and we, we can, yeah, we can talk about free will. We can talk about, um, you know, like character and, you know, and God created it this way. But, but, um, but for me, the, the answer that always brought me comfort was, um, was, yeah, was, was Job, you know, and the story of Job and, um, and how we, we have to almost become comfortable being uncomfortable with that question and not having a answer that we can make sense of and okay this makes sense because evil doesn't make sense it's unreasonable you know like Mm -hmm. um so um so yeah so um you know and then i i didn't get into this in the video only a little bit at the end because i mean my audience as small as it may be is um it's honestly mostly like non-Christian, you know, fallen away, whatever, you know. So, um, so I didn't, I didn't get into the cross yet because that's like a whole other thing, and that's that's like really hard to. Um, but you know, but but when we think of suffering and pain and evil and all these things that that happened, we can't look at those things out outside of the cross, you know, and, um, and definitely, and Jesus, you know, when Jesus was on the cross, he's, you know, he, God didn't make all the problems and pain and suffering go away. He, he bore it in love. And, and I think that's the answer is, is he's asking us if, if we can bear this in, in love and share it with him, you know? Um, so, um, so yeah, but that, that one was a, that one was a was a I, I wrestled with that one for for a long time. Well, as it as you should, because it's mm-hmm. a big big question. I think in the faith, um, I'm gonna take a guess and say that the I am beggar. You you chose that because you're just, you're just a beggar showing others where you found bread. Yeah, I, I I was hoping you would ask that. Um, okay. Because everybody asked me that, and they're like, "What does that mean?" Is I like, and uh, like I want to do a video about it, but I just I just haven't had the time. But um, but it's kind of a, a twofold thing. It's it's yeah, it's exactly that. It's it's first as in in any faith journey, I think it's inevitable. If, if we're serious and if we're honest, um, that we're going to get to the point where we're going to realize I, like I'm dependent on him for everything, like everything. Mm-hmm. Like I bring nothing to this table other than my heart. And like, and it's, it's not to, we're like, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of come to this realization of being 
down on our knees like like a beggar completely dependent on him for for really everything i mean our next breath is dependent on him our next the next instant is dependent on him you know um so that's the first thing but then the second thing is once we get to that point i think the second thing we we'll, we come to realize is that it's actually christ who comes as the beggar and christ comes before us as a beggar and he's he begs for our hearts he came down here he took on the you know he took on our 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 fallen you know human skin or whatever and and sort of came down from from up here down to our level to to beg for our our hearts and beg for our soul and beg for us you know um mm -hmm. so it's just two thing like like this this twofold thing and um so that that's kind of where the name comes from but it's <laughs> but it's funny because every time i tell people it's like oh yeah i am beggar they write i am a like a m beggar but but it's like i you know so there's that whole weird web thing but um um <laughs> but yeah but that's where the that's where kind of the name comes from nice that's amazing i I think that maybe we've said it in the podcast a few times. It's, it's kind of like, I feel like it's a, it's a feeling that can be shared by most people that have been in a very unhappy place. And now that um, can find joy through all of the things good or bad that happen. Um, and, and this podcast is kind of like a testament to that. That we again, we're just like two dads talking about faith in a podcast and this is our way to show others where we found bread um mm -hmm. and, and and sharing that with with others the little treasure that that you had um Amen. your story about going to um adoration and, and sharing your plans with god and and him saying no no no, we're gonna do this um that <laughs> I, that resonates with me in so many levels because i feel like um all of the i, I I kind of think of all of the efforts that we do to present to God are kind of like mud cakes, you know, <laughs> like we just give God like this mud cake. It's like, look what I did for you. And God is like, Oh, that's, that's very nice. Um, so <laughs> it's like, let's just do this other thing that yeah. is actually a cake that was, yeah, that we can eat, <laughs> you know, that is going to bring <laughs> yeah. Yeah. good about, um, so that's, those, those are images that I was like thinking about right now as we were thinking like, mm -hmm. yeah, Definitely, it's good that uh, taking the the your work to prayer and then being guided by God to do all those things, which yeah. leads me to ask you: um, Can can you talk a little bit about the creative process, which you started talking about, saying like you you have the the ideation process and then you go through that and then until you like finish it? But prayer is very a primordial part of it. So can can you tell us a little bit, expand a little bit about Uh, how it works sure um so yeah that's that's absolutely right it's it's prayer is like it's funny it's how how simple it is but how hard it is i mean for everything like prayer is like it's, it's really the answer you know um and um um so yeah it 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 starts with prayer and there's a like i have like notebooks filled with sort of topic ideas of like okay i want to do it on this want to do it on that one you know and 
and it starts with just like, as soon as I finish a video, then I start praying and just sort of see, or I start going through comments and then start seeing like, usually then I, the Holy spirit will lead me to like, okay, now this is the next sort of topic. So like something I'm working on now is on temptation. And it's funny, I wasn't going to, I wasn't thinking that, but I started going through all my comments and there's so many comments about like, can you do something on temptation? Can you do something on temptation? And, and I just started praying about it and it just seemed like, okay, this is, this is what's, what's going next. So that's usually how I pick what I'm going to do next. And then, um, and then I'll like, like I said, I'll like start writing and reading books and coming up with ideas and getting stuff down and put a script together. And, um, and I'll be like patting myself on the back, like, wow, you've, <laughs> you've really outdone yourself this time. Like, this is just genius, you know? And then, um, and then, like I said, I, I take it to prayer and God's like, all right, like with the big red pen, like, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, this is what you're really going to say, you know? Um, and it's usually 100% different from where I started. Um, mm. So um, so that's the next part is then hammering out a script that is like decent, you know? Um, then once I get that, I'll, rec I'll start recording something. Um, and then even through the recording process, everything will change because I'll be recording something and then it'll like this thought will come into my head and I'll take it this way. And, um, so I just try to get something that I can work off of recorded. So I'll record mm -hmm. that. And then you I do go the voiceover animation. for all of them, right? I do. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I get into, um, um, you know, start storyboarding and getting some sort of animation and like the animation for me is, really like a like it has to be done quick because animation takes forever so like i'm like this this has to be something i can do like in a month or something um so i keep it very simple and also it's like my point is not to make it look all pretty my point is to like show an image that's going to stick in in the brain of like okay i hear this i see this and okay yeah. I, like i got the idea you know um yeah, yeah. Um, so I start sort of playing with that, playing with that. But then what happens is I'll come up with an image that really works, but then that changes the script. So I'll have to go back and re-record the script. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then as I'm recording that, maybe I'll say something and then I have to go back to the animation because I'll be like, oh, I got a really good image for that. And then, I'll, you know, so it's this image like word script. image word image back and forth mm -hmm. until it like finally gets to a point where i'm like okay like i just got to stop and like like just move move forward you know um so um that's that's really the hardest part because even with this one i'm working on now like there's one part and it might even be one sentence that i've changed probably 50 times because i'm like well like this one might be better or this image might be better or this you know um and um you know, until finally it, uh, um, you know, finally, then it gets to the point where I had a, my old spiritual director used to say to me all the time, he's like, Randy, okay, like, you, you just got to like, get it done now, like, just, just put a bow on it, and it's done or else or else. Um, my problem is, is I'll tinker with something for 
a year, you know, it's like, just, Mm. just wrap it up, put a stamp on it and get it out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, but in terms of just like the technical stuff, like I use like, um, because people ask me all the time, like, what are you using? I use Adobe Animate, Adobe After Effects. Um, and, um, you know, it's pretty, um, like I said, it's pretty basic animation, but, um, it does um, the job. Yeah, no, the, exactly. Totally. The point is, is like, I'm not doing it to like create a reel for animation. I'm doing it to like, you know, okay. Like what's the best image to get this idea sort of <laughs> to like <laughs> stick, stick yeah. in the brain. You know, I, I think you're a phenomenal storyteller. It's, 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 it's both. Like you said, it's the images and it's the words. And the fact that the animation and the, and the graphics are kind of like boiled down to their essence. Because you see a, a human shape and it's like a stick figure. It's like right. an icon. Almost. It's like an icon. And right. I, love, I just love the simplicity because you're not trying, like you said, you're not, that is not the point. The point is not to show the world, oh, how pretty the pictures are. It's to show just a visualization of that information because we're all going to capture something differently, right? Somebody's going to pick up on how you said the words. Somebody's going to pick up on what the image was and, and it makes it very shareable. So what I also like that you're doing is that you're making it very, uh, uh, current, you know, we all live in a world of memes and, and we share those things and ha 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 this and that. But I think there has to be something else. There has to be some substance to the content that we're both consuming and sharing. And I really like the style because the, the simplicity of it really allows the message to, to come through. And again, the, the, your storytelling, your voice over it, it's, it sounds very in tune, you know, you don't, you don't take it too seriously, but at the same time, it's, it sounds very deep, mm. you know? So you have a really good voice for, have you done like audiobooks? You should do an audiobook. Because... <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 well, first of all, I thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Um, I, um, no, I've never, it's funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those guys who like, I can't even bear listening to my, my voice, you know, like, um, so, um, uh, you know, so I, I'm just sort of like, and people are like, yeah, you know, the voiceover sounds, sounds, you know, sounds okay. But like, I'm, um, I'm, I, to me, I, it sounds like Kermit the Frog or something, you know, um, <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, I, um, it, it, but you said something and it's funny because a lot of times people will, um, like, like I'll get a comment or an email about like, Oh, like I really love how you said this. And it was about that in your video. And I'm like, did I what? like, which one? I don't even, I don't know what you're talking about, but if the Holy spirit got something in through that, then, then great. But they were like, um, like what, that wasn't at all my intention, but yeah. the Holy spirit somehow just, yeah. Like made it about this thing. And I'm like, wow, I never mm-hmm. even thought of that, but you know, but thank you, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, what, one, one of my favorite ones um, is actually one that's not doesn't use your voice. It's the Fulton Sheen one. Oh yeah, yeah. That is because Fulton Sheen. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah. He's just one of the great evangelizers through media. Um, yeah. And his voice is just so powerful. 
Yeah. You know, there's something about a man with a, with a cape, with that tonality <laughs> of voice. Yeah. You know, and for people that are familiar with Fulton Sheen and, and people who saw him uh, on TV, you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of people His that saw him on TV. Was, yeah, yeah. It was just overpowering, yeah. you know, but you're, you're using the voiceover and it, it is as powerful. You don't even need to see him. And then yeah. pairing that with the style, you know, that it's very, I want to say there's a little bit of a Frank Miller style in some of your illustrations that I really like, you know, very, very black and white, very on and off, you know, a lot of contrast and, and, and it makes it as impactful as that voiceover. So I think that was, that was one of my favorite ones. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that because it's one of my favorite ones too. And, um, um, I was thinking about that one and I was sort of writing down notes and then I was like, I can't possibly say this any better than, than, than the than master him. of all like speech, you know, basically. Yeah. Um, so I, um, I was able to find that clip and then, um, and then I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to, to, because he's like, I mean, he's so universal. He's so, um, he can talk to anybody like anyone can listen to him and be like, mm -hmm. okay, this, you know, be like, I totally don't believe in God, but this makes a lot of sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so he's so, so good at that. And, um, he's one of my biggest, um, you know, going back to like the reversion thing, like I remember started listening to, uh, because my, the, the priest I was telling you about, always used to mention Fulton Sheen and I never knew who he was. So I just found like a lot of his stuff online and just like that, that was a huge uh, part of my, um, sort coming, of coming back, back to the faith, you know, nice. um, it says like it's like, this guy makes sense, <laughs> you know, he's a New Yorker too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, I want to go back to a point that you made, um, towards the beginning that you created a kid's show that was bought by Disney or wanted to be bought by Disney. Can you please consider an animated show for kids that is Catholic? Yeah. As a father, you don't know how hard it is to find something that I can bear watching with my kids that is not <laughs> fruits and vegetables talking about the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I um um I would absolutely love to and um I it's funny cuz I've I've worked with Formed and Augustine Institute and um, they kind of, uh, they sort of at one point brought me on to work on some of their kids stuff. And um, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how I should mention this if, you know, where your where your audience or who's going to hear this, but like, I was sort of, I had the impression that you had about some of the stuff I was like, uh, you know, it's yeah. like, I, like I'm happy for it, but it, it, it like, I mean, I don't have kids, but I was like, my kids, I don't know. You know, I was just like, it, 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 it you know, it don't it get wasn't... me wrong. Whatever is unformed is as, as the best that you're going to find out there in my opinion, in terms of mm -hmm. like kids show and animation wise, there's, there's some beautiful things that, um, like Benjamin Cello, that series, but it's with like actors and puppets. It's very well done. But animation wise, the stories are kind of okay. The animation is kind of okay. Um, 
but I I cannot sit with my children and watch it together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a huge, there's a big gap there. And um, I, I think I, I would I would love to, to do my my goal was was I was hoping one day to have more of a bigger studio and God willing, maybe that will happen someday um, to be able to because um, I have like ideas for like graphic novels and like kids animations and like all kinds of stuff that's um, just a little bit more because um, because that was a, another thing about starting I Am Beggar was. I mean, I was in, I mean, I'm in, New, I was in New York city and I'm, you know, going to, as a seminarian, I'm going to give talks in churches and things like that. And, and like, and like I sit there and I'm giving a talk and there's like 15 people in there who are there every week and every Sunday and, you know, God bless them. But then I walk outside the door and there's 10 million other people all walking around on their phones. And, you know, I'm like, well, how do we get to those people? You know, yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and then I started looking at some of the Catholic media stuff and there's a lot of great stuff out there, but a lot of it is, is like a priest talking or, you know, Bishop Barron things or whatever. And those are all great stuff and it's great. But like someone who, one of those people walking by, like a young guy walking by looking on his phone, he, he's not going to watch, um, Father Barron, Bishop Barron, you know, videos it's like um so how do you make it a little bit more just engaging or a little bit more um you know i don't know um well accessible not churchy accessible yeah 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 that's the word yeah 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 because well everything serves a different purpose and objective right so Mm -hmm. it could be media created for catholics that are already um i think there's going to be levels like if you're already Catholic and you want to increase like your relationship with God, you, you go to the things that might suit you, like your spirituality or your, um, what you're looking for, uh, what you said, Fulton Sheen or any other saint that extends their hand in friendship. Um, that might be what you are looking for in terms of content. But, um, say that someone is on this search for meaning in their lives and then they come across your YouTube channel and they're still looking into this that it's not it's not a priest it's not a it's not a sister it's not um someone talking at them it's, it's this idea that is being presented for them to ponder um so i think it's kind of like the link between a secular society and someone who is trying to get back to the faith just i i love that that area that you're working in it's very necessary as so, a God bless you for that work that you're doing. No, amen. And and thank you. And yes, like it's, it's, um, um, it is, it is, uh, um, like those, those, um, um, those videos like, like Baron and, and, um, Ascension and Mm -hmm. Father Mike Schmitz and all those, those are all awesome. Like, and, um, and, and you're right. It's, it's like, it's, it's for wherever sort of wherever you are in that journey and you, 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 you know, you can find something. And, um, and yeah, I was, um, I was attracted to what they, you know, what they call like pre evangelization, like before the evangelization, like just to whoop, put 
hopefully put some seeds, you know, again, like it's all the Holy spirit, but like, like the, my, my most favorite fa- favorite comment that I get and I, and I get it quite a bit and it's funny, but, but it's like, and again, this is all, all praise God, but it's like, it'll be like, I'm a, I'm an atheist, but like, I like this video, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, or I don't, I don't believe in God. And, and a lot of times it's people who, you know, came out of some sort of r- religious uh, experience that was, 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 was bad for them. And for some reason, and then, you know, it, it they've turned totally. And, and then um, it's sort of like, well, like, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe in God. I'm a total atheist, but like, but it's a good video. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, I love that, you know? Yeah. Because you're, like you say, you're meeting people where they are. That's a seed, you know, maybe they'll run into another one of your videos because they like the animation style and then they come back and know, and, and they're being fed, you know, by what you're putting out. And it's really important to have that variety, you know, in terms of media um, which I, I agree with you, you know, things like, like uh, Word on Fire or, or Ascension, they're doing a lot of great things formed. Prager There's a lot University. of great, yeah, PragerU, anything, you know, that are doing these different alternatives to content, good content that people can consume. But um, so it's, it's, it's amazing what you're doing. And I really like the, the grittiness, you know, I respond to that type of animation, the grittiness of it. And, you know, you're, sound effects that you put it makes it very engaging for somebody like me because i've i've done uh, um, videos not not as complicated as those um i'm a designer mm-hmm. so i sometimes have to do like animated concepts for tv spots when a client doesn't have enough budget to do an actual video shoot mm-hmm. oh we got to do them an anima- animated video so in terms of storyboarding it out and making sure the transitions make mm-hmm. sense from this to that and telling a right. story you know through through graphics, you know, creating something out of nothing. It's, it's challenging in and of itself, but to put a message behind it, that carries so much weight, you know, that you're giving people good information that potentially will bring them back, you know, or like Walter said, allow them to grow their, their, their knowledge of the faith and, and to make it shareable. That for me, I think is the most important thing to make it shareable, to make it that meme, to be like, okay. Like I had an instance with a family member not so long ago where we got into a debate, you know, a discussion, a conversation about he's, he's currently an atheist. He was going to seminary before that, like years before that he was, he was uh, wanting to be a priest um, and got to a point where he became an atheist, you know, and he got onto another path. He's a really good kid, mm-hmm. but he's, he's questioning a lot of things. And I sent him that video of, because that was one of his talking boys. Well, what is that? What is, why does God allow bad things to happen? You know? So I, we kind of like try to mm-hmm. explain it in that moment. But then I said, maybe this will do better, a better job of giving him the answer that he might not think he needs. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't answer. It's like this. It's really tough to answer and you, you lay it out. But it's like, how do we how do we accept it and how do we just um, find our peace with it? So, you know, and it was easy for me just to send a link and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. let the Holy Spirit, like you said, do the work. Yeah. 
you know, and plant those seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, this is also a thank you to Carolina to introduce us to your work. Carolina is Gustavo's wife. Yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> oh, oh, mm-hmm. she was like, you should, you should talk to that guy. It's like, yeah, oh, we will. Man. God, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Praise God. Praise God. I'm, I'm yeah. uh, very happy that, uh, somehow she came, stumbled across it and then, uh, you know, and here we are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you, Randy? Well, um, you your can work. find me on, on YouTube is probably the, the best way. Um, and again, it's, <laughs> it's the letter I, the letter M beggar. Um, so on YouTube, just, just type that in and it'll, um, it'll pop up, but then my website is the same, you know, again, I, the letter I, the letter M beggar dot com um i'm on tiktok i'm kind of like i've been sort of it's funny it's one of those things where it's like you you sort of have to be on the social stuff but at the same time i'm like i don't want to be there i kind of don't want to be there you know um so I'm, i'm trying to like now just focus on YouTube and then, and then, and then just sort of like break them down and then put them on, 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 um, th- those other things. But, um, um, so yeah, so it's, I'm on TikTok also and, um, Instagram, but I, I think those are the most neglected of, of, uh, <laughs> of the, 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 the ways. So, but that's, um, you know, that's, and, and, um, and people like, again, if you go to the website, um, you can, I love hearing from people. So people email me all the time, but you can email me through that. And I, I just love just connecting with, with people. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so check, check it out. That's awesome. Well, well I, I just want to say, um, I know it was a little time before we connected, but I'm so glad we had this conversation. I'm really thankful to you for your time, uh, and for your ministry, what you're doing, um, and we'll we'll keep praying for you to to keep coming up with more content and for the Holy Spirit to keep guiding you and telling people what what needs to be told through this through this wonderful medium and wonderful ministry that you have. So God bless, man. Amen. I I, I appreciate. Um, and again, I uh, I apologize for the delay in meeting. No but worries. I'm happy that we we finally met, and um, and I really appreciate. Uh, you know, the, the opportunity to, to kind of speak with you guys and, and get on this. Um, and, um, yeah, keep, keep, let's keep each other in our prayers, but keep praying for me that I can like keep myself out of the way and, and like (laughs) let let the the Holy Spirit Spirit go, you know, um, (laughs) and, and, or, or just like work together, you know, um, you know, like it's, it's funny. I've been reading the, um, one of my go-to books is the, um, um, you know, uh, um, slip in my mind now, the, um, um, the divine mercy, um, St. Faustina's diary, Faustina's diary. Yeah. And I was just reading, you know, this, this, this morning about, um, how he's telling her, like, just, just make sure you're doing it from my will and not self will. And I think that's my biggest thing is like, okay, like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, yeah, this is, this will be cool. This would be great. But, but like bringing it is back. Is it God's to, will? 
is mm-hmm. what what is his will you know um so that that if you could pray for me for that because that's what for i sure. sh- struggle with and um and um but i appreciate meeting you both very much so thank yeah. you that's awesome you yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been a really edifying conversation. And for everybody else at home, go to directedme forward slash barbatus for more information on the podcast. And we'll see you next week. Amen. Amen. Amen.